0: And welcome to it's a Gundam, the internet's best episode by episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Build Fighters and decided
1: to reconquer the next real Gundam series. My name is Jeremy. Just lie down in a forest sometime. It's nice. I'm Tyler. 404. Zach not found. Oh, uh, no, no, you're not a member of the Sprockets of Conflict? No. Hey guys, ready for some more sub factions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am actually. I'm 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 jazzed for this sub faction.
0: We are here to watch episode 15 of Reconquista and G fly forth to Toa Sanga, where they will fly forth to Toa <laughs> Just like there was space and mobile
2: suit battles last week. After the, uh, the opening, that's still terrible.
0: If you're just joining us now, boy, is Reconquista and G hard to boil down, but we'll try. There's the Megafauna, it's a pirate ship that was built by Ameria. But it is staffed by a eclectic group, including the Amerian princess, because her dad's a general. That's how you become a princess. <laughs> Ida Belry Zenim, who is from the capital territory, a different nation, not the capital of Ameria. A different nation. They have a space elevator. And his mom is in charge of said space elevator. Let's look, we'll, we'll focus. We'll focus on the megafauna <laughs> for now. Kerbs, who is part of the capital guard that is not the military force of the capital, but does guard it. Oh, and R- Rariah, who came from the moon. She just got better. And also they've caught Ringo, the drummer for the Beatles.
1: Also, Rariya's babysitter, Naredo Nug. She's there too.
0: Correct. They all want to go to the moon to figure out what's happening because the moon attacked Earth. (laughs) Uh, Moon. (laughs) The the colony on the moon is called Toasanga. That's where Rariya came from. It's also where the Duret fleet came from. They're a big space fleet that was built on the moon. What more do you want to know?
2: I mean, to be fair, Tyler, they should have all known the moon was going to attack them. I mean, did you see its angry face? There's also the Salamandra, another Amerian ship, captained by Klim
0: Nick, noted genius, and son of the president of Ameria. Also, his girlfriend, light question mark, Mick Jack is there too. They definitely have some sort of sexual relationship. How one-sided and uh, commu- or uh, both of them are in it, I do not know. Someone is getting off to something in that pair.
1: <laughs> Clem Nick is getting off to all of his plans coming to fruition.
0: And Mick Jack is into that? Maybe? <laughs> they a- are also part of the American army, so they have a tenuous relationship with the megafauna, but neither completely trusts the other. Clem Nick mostly in a, uh, I will use them uh, as a meat shield way. And uh, the megafauna, and, uh, hey, I think he's going to just use us as a meat shield to advance his own plans sort of way. Clem Nick's genius plan is to try to offer the Duret fleet uh a home on earth in order to ally with them there's also the space Granadon, a s- ship from gondwin the enemy of ameria but currently being manned by the capital army the military force of the capital and by led- the
1: capital guard
0: yes and led by captain mask he's a shar but he's kind of he's we have shar at
2: home if ever i've seen it. <laughs> um and don't forget his Second-in-command
1: Barara? She's a bunny. Who are both fighting for Kuntala Pride. Yes, and
0: also his girlfriend, Manny. They are all being manipulated, question mark, by Colonel Compaq, the leader of the Capital Army, but he's not here right now. He's back
1: at home. Uh, we have Colonel Compaq at home.
0: <laughs> their genius plan is to offer the Duret Fleet a residency on Earth in, Earth in order to ally with them, just... but Mask is going to betray that plan somehow, maybe. I think that's everyone and everything that's going on. I yeah. mean, at least for this episode. They're all going to Toa Sanga the moon. I think I did it. I think you did it.
1: That was fairly concise, actually.
0: It only took four minutes. Anything else we want to say before or shall we just get into it?
1: I uh, know, we're on the tails of a pretty good episode as far as Grecco is concerned. Yeah. So.
0: All right. We're going to watch episode 15 of in NG fly forth to
2: Toa Sanga.
0: You can watch it, too. We can't stop you. Toa Sanga.
2: So we start with the... Uh... Like, the mobile suits for the Salamandra and Megafauna, like, reeling out a fishing net?
0: They're like, there's no telling when we will be attacked, so spread this net. They won't see it in space, and their beams will just hit this net instead of us. <laughs> Don't forget, Nick sucks. I do love that we have a, apparently a non-gender-specific pilot sleeping room on the Megafauna that everybody's just hanging out in while Bellary sleeps.
2: It, it kind of looks more like Bellry just strung up this hammock thing in, like, a common room. But there's also a bathroom here attached to it.
1: We do also find out that they used to call the g the YG-111.
0: That's what uh, uh, Rariah called it back home. And she's like, yeah, we were to go Earth to Earth and wait for the direct fleet to arrive. And so is like, so it's a
2: recon mobile suit? I love how during this whole conversation, there's like the seamstress in the background <laughs> just, you know, sewing things.
0: But Rariah's like, no, it wasn't for recon.
2: The military just didn't want it, so we
0: ended up with it. And I was like, "Ah, oh, so was your mission to search for the Ray Hunt and family survivors on Earth?"
2: And Raya was like, "No, we were told to find them, like, if we could." But, but to the fleet, uh, the conflicts between the families were just old stories. Nobody really cared.
1: It's it's like the Capulets and the Montagues. I just noticed
0: the 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 hair not get wet technology yep. they have in the future for your shower. So Naraya explains the politics on old Toa were that the Diret family thought that people on Earth should be able to make their own photon batteries, but the ray Huntin family was opposed to it. And I was like, hmm, I think I like these Direct guys. I hate monopolies. I slapped Bilri about it one time. And, uh... Narado, uh charades us what happens when you try to investigate photon batteries, which is explosions.
2: You know, this might just be like a pilot-ready room now that I think about it, because... You but, know,
0: where Norado and the Seamstress are also hanging out. Well, there's no, all Norado's
2: friends are here. Uh, yeah, they're hanging out because that's where they, you know, her friends are. The Seamstress is literally working on a on a spacesuit because, like, Bellary is grabbing like his gear. We get some more
0: exposition about how the air and water balls work. Ida continues to try to butter up Bellary. He's like, "Man, I'm not sure. I think I like you more when you are a little mean." There's no, <laughs> there's nothing hotter than a girl that's a little mean.
2: And apparently the. Ringo called Belry the person who can bring out the maximum potential of the of the G-Cell. He's like, yeah,
0: no, I saw this military relic that's supposed to suck just fuck up my entire squadron in about two seconds. And I was like, oh shit, that has got to be a new type or something. <laughs> uh, cut to Mashner's ship, where she's like, hey, boyfriend, we gave you a cool sniper platform. Snipe them with it.
1: Also, we've got two of them. Don't worry about the other team, though. They're expendable.
0: That's why they're Team E. No, Zach, the Morans are better than the Morans. So they're team M.
1: <laughs> I like how completely noncommittal the captain of this ship is. He's like, I'm not actually acting captain. I'm just whatever you say, ma'am.
0: He sounded <laughs> so bored. Yeah. He's like the opposite of the captain of the salamandra, who's like, I am definitely important and in charge.
2: Yeah, so they launch out the, the Alicatos. Alancatos?
0: Yeah, they are named after a bird from Chilean myth. But I don't know how to pronounce it, so. <laughs> well,
2: it's spelled Kato I don't know if that's actually how you're supposed to. But that's how okay. I'm going to pronounce it, because I'm American. It, that
0: is not how it's spelled. But that, that's how it's spelled in Gundam. That's not how the mythical being is spelled. Might be how it's pronounced. I don't know.
2: So uh, Belry is launching in the assault pack. Oh, my God. They're reusing a pack, guys. <laughs> <Can you laughs> I'm surprised it? they didn't have a new one.
0: And Hop is like, yeah, he just needs to bombard him from range. It'll be fine. Plus, I gave him a really cool scope. And here's the bit we were talking about last
1: week where Bellary's like,
0: oh man, even if you're lying, that's reassuring. Nop is like, I'm not lying.
2: You can't hit them from that far away.
1: I do not lie, I engineer. There are
0: two ogres. One of them only tells lies and one is an engineer.
2: <laughs> I do love this shot of the rear of the assault pack G-Self lighting up. Like It's really cool. So the
0: megafauna launches all of its dudes to presumably intercept these alancados.
1: The avocados. <laughs> I do like... The Grimbar pilots being like, wait, which way is up again?
0: I do like this little about world building. buildings. Like, towards the North Star is up. We just decided that as a society. So it's useful for navigation. I think that was Luan. I believe you're right.
2: And uh, as is tradition, people are discussing things. Although, weirdly enough, they've already deployed mobile suits. They're not just doing something else and are under attack.
0: Yeah, this just is starting right at Battle O'Clock this episode. So Mashner's ship starts bombardment.
2: And they're like, oh, no, they uh, we're not hitting them. We're hitting something else.
0: Those damn noids should just fly into
2: our shots. How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rock, Rock Pie. Pi is such a useless, like, they're using missiles, and despite the fact that we also fired missiles at them just a second ago. How dare earthnoids. they? We'll
0: close in with our snipers and finish them with
1: a single blow. I was hoping Rock Pie had a similarly dumb last name. He I, does not. I don't remember what it is, but it is... It, like, it's fine. It's Getty. So he has a
2: pretty uh, standard, you know, villain line of don't think you'll ever reach the moon.
0: Cut back to the megaphone, where we see the net they were using to catch the laser beams, which is an idea I kind of like, uh, has been destroyed. But Lewin's like, hey, we can just use the bits of a net, too. It's just We just have to be more accurate. And, and everyone's
1: the- like, Ida, get out of here. You're beating- Ida, go
0: back to the kitchen and snipe them. <laughs> And I guess character development on Ida's part, she just accepts the sexism and goes back to the ship to defend.
2: I mean, on the one hand, she is carrying that big old, like, anti ship sniper rifle, which would make a lot of sense. But, like, she can play midfield. Like, she doesn't have to be standing on the megafauna the entire time, she
0: doesn't have to be behind curbs.
2: <laughs> in his, uh, fucking.
1: Rex Snow. Rex, it's a Rex Snow, yes.
0: Anyway, Bellary's like, oh, man, this scope is amazing. You weren't lying at all, Hoppa. Time for long-range bombardment.
2: When I'm this far away, I might hit somebody directly. Try not to
0: die. I do like this sort of Kira Yamato compromise of like, look, I'm doing long-range fire. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Hope I don't kill anyone, but it's your fault for trying to murder me if you die from this.
1: (laughs) But it's okay. He misses his first shot.
0: Nobel has found Raya, who's hanging out next to the prison room. And she's like, yeah, I was trying to talk to Ringo, but
1: he's just making nonsense. He's too British. That would be really funny. The reason uh, that she couldn't understand him is because he was talking in a British accent.
0: I really wish I could do a, or a wacko impression now. Because that would be per- the perfect joke for now, but I do not have it in me.
2: You know, when when uh, Naredo makes like eye contact with him, I was almost expecting her to like stick out her tongue at him.
1: <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, this guy is also space racist against Kinchawa, apparently. I wouldn't I think, think that's
2: just... a Kintala. I think that's a, the they're they're the advanced
0: military pro- party and they just have this like babysitter girl with no one to babysit on their <laughs> ship
2: is how I took it. I kind of thought that she w- he was talking about Rariah.
1: I, I, I took it about as or as being about Rariah the first time I watched this and I, the second time I assumed it was about Naredo. Yeah, so did so.
0: I, but I'm pretty sure it is about Naredo. Hoppa is now just painting the
2: Elmorin they got so that I guess no one accidentally shoots their Elmorin when they deploy it. I do love that they painted it red to to make it go faster.
1: What do we think about Raya getting a red mobile suit? I feel like it's not the correct color for her.
2: I kind of do too.
1: She won't have this one for long, is I guess what I would say. Okay, I'm more okay with it. It's then. not
2: bad. Like I'm assuming, like maybe Ringo gets it back later.
1: I'm assuming they just had a bunch of this red paint laying around because it's makeup on a red. Um. <laughs> I, I kind of love actually that red. I mean, that would actually make a lot of sense if it was just, like, for the ship,
2: so they just had a whole bunch of it there for, like, when the ship gets damaged.
1: Yeah, there's a later scene where it's landing, and, like, part of the underside of the megafauna is the exact same kind of, like, dark reddish maroon color that uh, the body of the Moran is. Uh, so,
0: Raya climbs in and is like, hey, I want to try to pilot it. I know we're in the middle of a battle, but I can't just stand around not doing anything and being useless. Everything in mobile suits up to the beam rifles is standard, and I am trained to do this. And Hoppa's like, there are idiosyncrasies to each one. And she's like, yeah, but this one came from my
2: hometown. And Noreta tries to point it; they haven't finished painting it yet. And it's like, "Uh, that doesn't really have anything to do with how well it'll perform. The legs are just for show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mariah's like, I never said I was going to go right right now. Looks like I'm leaving right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I am. I just didn't say that. Go back to Bellary, who's like, oh, no, I missed. And then charges towards the explosions.
0: Like a moth to the flame.
1: I love how Danielle is just constantly floating around the bridge.
0: Uh, Naredo tries to ask Mariah, don't you have techs against technology in and Toa Sanga too? But Raya's like, Up, oh, well, we need tech to live in space, so and sometimes I'll-
2: you accidentally make mobile suits. Yeah, but <laughs> the the good old things like, you know, big old murder machines, remind us of Earth.
0: Anyway, get out of there. I'm closing the hatch now. <laughs> I do love, a, it's another little minor menace of Nareda almost getting caught up in the mechanism as for Ryan shuts the
2: cockpit <laughs> on her. Yeah, and uh, so Mick Jack and Klim, Nick are like, we gotta join the battle. Apparently the Hecate is a, an easier in-space mobile suit to use, and she's got a
1: rad fucking beam chainsaw bayonet for her minigun. I love it. I don't know why she hasn't used it before now, but it's rad. I also do
0: love come Nick me like, ah, Mick Jack, you want to protect me and keep me in the rear, but I can't just go chasing your ass all day. <laughs> as fun as that might be, I have to go be a genius. Bellary has not quite a new type flash as Rock Pie is getting ready to fire his Alancado. And he's like, ah, there's a high temperature coming from that way. So maybe I should deal with it. And he there, fires counter there. beams at their beams to blow up their beams.
2: There are two of them. Okay. I have all of the guns. I mean, to, probably very difficult to hit a
0: flying beam compression. But, I mean, but I mean that's pack... how our anti missile systems work at the present, act. Oh, there's one missile. We better shoot all of the missiles at it. <laughs> I mean,
2: the uh, the assault pack does have all the guns, so it makes perfect sense. That's how you would use them. Uh,
1: but then he gets an actual lock in the Alankatos, Um
2: and he's like, you know, I'm going to shoot you. Don't die. He knocks out the M Team Alenkato. Literally the M team. <laughs> it's the Michelle Squad. I forgot about that.
0: And he's coming up on Rock Pie for close combat. And then we get an eye catch. It's again adorable Raraya. Raraya catch.
1: I too am shooting my lasers of voice into the ether. It's just a warning shot though. Don't uh anyway, hi, everyone, and welcome to episode fifteen of our Wrecking Giza and G recap. We're so going to the moon. I promise we get there eventually things get pretty interesting Uh, but in the meantime you're left with me your estranged internet uncle i'm pretty sure i've used that one before but i like it this is a thing mostly for the nerds among us but hey vampire survivors got an update so if you have been wanting to play vampire survivors but weren't sure when the right time was now's a good time I guess I should also plug our Patreon.com slash Last and not just some random video games, uh, where for $5 a month you can get access to all of our episodes early, in addition to bonus episodes. Some of those bonus episodes are What's a Gundam, where Jeremy and Kevin talk about Gundam Wing, and what a surprising train wreck that was. If you enjoy our stuff and you feel like you can, uh, we greatly appreciate the support. Um, But if not, you can always head over to our Discord, which is linked on our website, www.lastpodcast.com. Where you can go hang with some cool nerds and talk about video games and 40k, a lot of 40k. Also, board game recommendations. I've been getting back into magic recently. I've been mentioning that occasionally, but my meta has a million commander decks, and I like to test them all out. I actually tried out the Doctor Who decks this weekend. They were a lot of fun. Anywho, that's what I got is apparently magic. Anyway, let's continue trekking to the moon. Oh, and then we get
0: the Nobel one. This might be the only time we get this one. I'm not sure. <laughs> Back to more missiles from the assault pack. The Alancada tries spinning a good trick. And the two
2: other mobile suits that aren't rock pie go to attack Bellary. Like Bellary's like, I, I'm surrounded. And he's like, I'm like, no, you're not. You, they're just three of them. He loses one of the arms on the assault pack, though, and we do get another one of those cool shots of the, uh, you know, the airbags.
0: And then, in his most Kira Yamato move yet, he just ditches the assault pack and comes out from under it to outflank one of the Morins.
2: And he, he's just got the shield and the beam rifle. And I actually really like how, whenever he's using the assault pack, mm-hmm. he's always got like the feet. Are the Assault Pack legs? Yeah, like the leg armor up to the
0: knees is the Assault Pack. It actually, I think, adds a lot of cool color to the G-Self. I don't think it would be as good if the G-Self always looked like that, but it's a cool sort of variation.
1: It's like Mega Man changing colors when he changes weapons.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we have Bellary kind of going, you know, rock and roll on these guys and just kind of sweeping them.
0: Though fewer murders than last week.
2: We we do have one of the uh the Morin pilots is like our Morins were picked over that machine. I'm like so uh, Lois Bitter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get a really cool sword fight between a Morin and the G self that I almost can't believe came out of G Reco. It's so well shot <laughs> and the, you can tell what's going on.
2: I mean it's very it's it's very brief, but it actually really drives it home of you know just how good it actually is. So just as Bellary
0: is finishing these guys off, Rock Pie shows up with his Alencado which, like the assault back, is being driven by his El Morin. But because it's kind of big, Bellary is easily get- taking it out, and Rockpye's like, did Rariah Akperell become a crazed murderer on Earth? Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I like I'm how fine. it defi- it implies that he knows Rariah, <laughs> and is like, this is not how Rariah operates. Did she
1: betray us to the I Earthnoids? Th- but the thing that does it is... Belry kicks a guy and he's like, oh, that can't be Rariah. Rariah wouldn't kick a guy. He must be some earthling scum who murdered Rariah and took her mobile I, suit.
2: I like how Belry says, you know, don't make me use my rifle. If I do, I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Look, it's just make you just shoot for center mass. It's also, the most likely way to get a hit. I love the shot where he, he cuts the one arm off of one of the Morans and, and then kicks, kicks it, it into the line of fire of the other one. It's very so cool. So it cuts off its other arm. It's super rad. And that's when uh, Rock Pie is like, that is not Roraya. And then, you know, too late to actually do anything to help is uh, Clem Nick and Mick Jack.
0: Um, Clem Nick seeing the assault pack is like, oh, man, did the G-Self get taken out? And he's like, oh, wait, no, it didn't. Just as a salt pack. As Bellery tries to call off the idiots from pursuing too far.
1: Unfortunately, Manovsky particles prevent him from being able to communicate with anyone. I was going to call them Plavsky particles really quick, but...
0: no, nope, nope. That's a different thing. Cut back to the Megafauna, which is trying to intercept one stray beam that got past them. And we see them use a net to kind of disperse it. And they're all shooting down little bits of beam like they're small missiles.
2: I kind of love it. I mean, it does kind of track with what the uh what we've been presented with already yeah and seeing how beams like cancel out other beams but i like how steer is like wait what the fuck as raya pilots the morin past the bridge
0: and she takes the final few shots on some beams that are almost getting to the
2: megafauna i like how the uh apparently the morin's rifle has like a missile launcher on top
0: yeah some sort of launcher for sure Mick Jack is taking apart some Morans, being like oh man you shouldn't get me a great mobile suit what did I do besides
2: being very hot
1: to deserve such a great mobile suit <laughs> I mean be associated to Klimnik who, who chops a guy in half and then goes into bullet time mode to go I'm a genius no
2: the thing is he's like I missed I missed like he missed shooting at him and then he's like however I am a genius and then cuts the dude in half he
0: just gets a bonus to his role anytime he can declare he's a genius. So.
1: <laughs> he's a conceited bard.
2: Yeah.
0: He's, and he's very shameless
2: about it. I do like how, like, as they're out there, Bellary is like, okay, uh, I got to try and shoot into that mess and not hit my guys.
0: Yeah. As he has hooked himself back up to the assault pack.
2: And it looks like he's trying to, like, adjust the remaining pod because he lost one of them already.
0: And Bellary's like, okay, I'm going to make a warning shot to try not to hit my guys. Don't die, anyone. And then he
2: immediately gets a guy because Bellary is now too good at mobile suit combat. So Rock Pie is like, it was just a lucky shot. And Bellary is like, I think I killed a guy.
1: Have we gotten the legendary new type line yet? No, it's about to happen. Okay. So yeah, Rock Pie is like, ah, do those Earthnoids have
0: one of those legendary new types? Like, because he's really good. Is it ever
2: confirmed one way or the other if that is the case or if that's just like a legend in this particular timeline? There's
0: an episode title referring to new types and that's about as much as we get. I mean, it, it's the universal sense by, by new type logic, everybody should be new types by now, especially everybody who lives in space. So at least all of the Toa Sangans. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Bellary's a new type. So Clem, and Mick Jack are like, well, it
2: seems the G self helped us out. Guess it's time to retreat. And uh, Mick Jack is like, it looks like your machine's taking a scratch. Do you have any air leaks? And they're like, well, I guess we'll go to the Megathon to check because it's closer. It looks like the G-Self like, just left the Assault Pack somewhere, because
1: it lands without it. It is pretty messed up. They might as well just build a new one. So Klimnik
0: is like, hey, thanks for helping us with the Assault Pack. Did you enlist in the army? And Bellary's like, nope. <laughs> and I just like, hey, get your machine fixed and get the fuck off my ship.
1: It really does have that energy of get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, to uh, Klimnik is like, yeah, sure, but why the way? Why do you want to go to the moon? And Bellary's like, oh, I want to know this, too.
0: And I was like, to stop the direct fleet. And Curbs is like, hey, cool mobile suit piloting, Mariah.
2: I like how Naredo is like, you know, Raya is still in rehabilitation. It feels kind of like Naredo is like, I don't have a place now. Yeah. If Mariah is okay, like I don't have anything to do.
0: I mean, that is going to be sort of Naredo's thing going forward. So I like that you picked up on that and that they're seating it here. And Naredo's like, do you remember that asshole? And she's like, yeah, it's Clinton Nakini. What a weird name now that I'm <laughs> cognizant.
2: And then Aredo's
0: well, like, he's, he's captain the captain now. now. So Donnie's like, so why did you bring the salamandra? And he's like, uh, because, like, why are we pretending there's not a moon colony when there's clearly a moon colony? And Bellary's like, ah, oh, you want an alliance with the Diret fleet. And Glimnick is kind of like, wait, how did you know that? And Mick Jack is like, oh, you probably figured it out because of all the divisions of the capital territory. And you figured there would be the same on Toesanga, right? And Bellary's like, no, no, it's just because the captain's a genius. Daniel's like, was this your father's plan to ally against Gondwin? And Nick kind of deflects, like, it was your dad's plan, wasn't it, Ida? And she's like, eh, I, don't know.
2: I like how everybody is basically just like, well, you thought this, and you thought this, and you thought this, and everybody else is like trying to just not answer the question yeah, and you're, deflect.
1: You're the real genius. No, you're the real genius. When it gets to
2: Ida, Ida's like, you thought that because of the the division. And Bellary's like, of course. <laughs> like, duh. First shot of this new mobile suit, we don't get a name for it yet, and, I, and I'm and i not sure how I feel about it. It is definitely a Sangin thing, though. Spiky fingers.
0: Yeah, we cut to a bunch of mobile suits, like, kind of coming out of Toasangin to check out the megafauna.
2: Well, I was saying, it, it's not because of really the spiky fingers, but because of, like, the bug look. Because the Toasangin mobile suits seem to have kind of a bug look to them. In the head, specifically. Yeah. So, like, yeah,
0: I guess Ringo is light, and they don't know what to do with us. And we see Ringo is on the bridge to guide them. Which Rariah seems upset about.
2: Uriah seems kind of salty here, yes. Like, like she doesn't want to be hanging around Ringo, but she's also like, I have to watch him, so she is hanging around him. So we found out the colony of Toesanga is called Cyrano 5.
0: The Bergerac? Uh, it looks like a nose, that's why they call it that.
1: Wait, it, are, are, are you serious? Aww. Yep. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm so sad about that. So, we get a
2: line from Ringo about the resistance. You're like, oh, all right,
0: you were with the resistance. And she just goes, the South Ring is my hometown.
2: So, I mean, we get kind of an implication for another faction here. Yep. Don't have enough of those. Curbs, for the first
0: time ever, questions why a prisoner is on the bridge. And for the first time ever, there is a reason. <laughs> my, my thought here is
2: like, Curbs is like, hey, you have the prisoner on the bridge. And my my immediate like reaction to that was, of course he's on the bridge. That's how prisoners are treated in this world. I'm actually surprised he was in a locked room.
0: Oh, well, he was a moon prisoner, Zach. So who knows if you can trust them. So the megafauna gets permission to dock in one of the hangars, whereas the salamandra just kind of decides to go into one because it's well lit.
2: Yeah, so the, the uh, salamandra enters wharf number four, whereas the megafauna enters wharf number one. And apparently wharf number one is kind of a shithole.
0: Ringo doesn't know even know what it is, and Raya's never been there.
2: And is like, man, it's rusty in here. I'm not sure how it's rusty in space. I mean, if there's an air leak from
1: the inside. I guess that could be true as well. Like, if it pressurizes. Yep. I mean, I'm doing a lot of work for them. Anyway, in a broken robotic voice, they get told to uh, enjoy their stay.
0: As they are welcomed by cockroaches, because we have to bring
2: those to space. I, I just firmly believe that if we ever do create space colonies, we won't have to bring them. They'll just kind of spontaneously grow <laughs> They'll out They'll build of their own
0: little spaceships.
2: <laughs> we actually see it's the, uh, the team from the Salamandra, Mick, Jack, Clem Nick, and unnamed Randos, as they enter a, like, town. And immediately
0: get ambushed. Not with, even. like, EMP nets. And these new moron-ass mobile suits with these big backpack fins show up and take them all out and are like, you dumbasses using beam weapons on a space colony. Give us your mobile suits or we'll murder you.
2: And the guy's like, we know what the government is after. And I'm like, uh, that makes one of us. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, the
0: megafauna crew has just gotten out in a nice forest. They're like, ah, did you feel like another plot point happening somewhere else? And they like, I think I might have.
2: But uh, Raya wants to get out and uh, get her feet on her native soil as quickly as possible. I love her, like, bouncing around dance that she does when she puts her feet down.
0: And somebody's like, hey, have the YG crouch down, and the other mobile suits too. And Raya goes out to hug her own son.
1: Whose so name is Flamy. You know,
2: initially, I I figured when she was coming up that when she calls out to have her crouch down, have it crouch down, I figured she thought that Raya was driving the G-Self.
1: I think she just thinks they're with her. Also, Flamy's character design, can we just talk about... The fact that she is, like, halfway to Lulu. She's been, like, infected with the Lulu virus. Her what? outfit is entirely belts from Final Fantasy X.
0: <laughs> oh. I I will have a lot to say about Flami, about Flami at some point. I don't know when.
1: <laughs> her outfit is stupid, is mostly what I'm saying. She's wearing two belts on her head.
0: Anyway, we found out she's not really Mariah's sister. She's her neighbor, though. So Ida and everyone come up to introduce themselves to Flamy, And she's like, wait, Ida Surigan and Belry Zenim... There's someone I need you to meet.
2: A quest explanation point suddenly appears
0: above her head
2: when she hears the <laughs> sleeper cell word, and she must give them this quest. And they're like, "Uh, they should be preoccupied at the moment." I like, I it's like, like
1: you have someone for us to meet here on the moon, and then
2: uh, they have instead of just crouching down in this forest, they have them all lie down.
1: Yeah, because it's nice
2: and relaxing.
0: Curbs kind of protests, but she's like, "Yeah, you don't want to be found and caught by random space terrorists like Clem Nick's team, do you?" 1D4 space terrorist is the most likely random encounter here. One <laughs> your old neighbor is a pretty lucky role.
2: Although when we zoom away from it, they're still all just crouching down.
1: Uh, that's the end of the episode. Wait, kind of a weird spot to end the episode on.
2: I don't really agree. I think it's fine because it is setting up like a thing in the next episode. There's someone I need you to meet. It's a little too pronoun gamey. Like, she needs, like, there needs to be a
0: hook of, like, it's your father, or, like, they they will tell you, what you know, something like that. Instead of just, like, yeah, I want you to meet Oh, this is Bob. He grows really good zucchini. Zucchini? I thought it was extinct. <laughs> I mean, like, for this show, though? You know, I agree. I think it's, I, I mostly agree with you, Zach. I think it's an, okay, I it makes sense as a spot to end, but I think a little bit sharper of a cliffhanger would have been very easy to make.
2: I mean. Honestly, I think it lasts itself a little bit too long. I think there's someone I need you to meet. Should be the should have just been the ending instead of like a slow zoom out. Well, it should because then she says there's someone I want you to meet, and they're like, oh yeah, we should have a lie down, and then there's the thing with curbs. So it's like, I think you let things run a little bit too long. Like when that came up, it should have just been there's someone I want you to meet, and everyone going Nani, and then you know what, and then just end of the episode right there because. That's actually a pretty good cliffhanger.
1: Do you have a high point, Tyler? Um, I had one, and then I forgot what it was. So, I think I'm gonna go with Ida telling Clem to get the hell off of her ship. Because I, ju- I really just like that delivery. Um, it shows how antagonistic she's gotten towards him.
2: Zach? I mean, she was always kind of antagonistic towards him. But even more so now. Um, I think I would have to probably say my high point is Bellary's fight with the Alangato and Rock Pie. Like, that whole thing, you know, especially because like Rock Pie is like, is <laughs> has Mariah become some kind of crazed killer? <laughs> and, you know, all of the like cool, like Jeremy said, Kiro Yamato-esque moves he pulls. I thought those were all really cool. What's your high point?
0: I think I'm going to go with the scene where they're all like, oh, man. So th- that's your plan, huh, Clem is like, no, it's your plan. No, it's your plan. And they're all like <laughs> talking around it. Both like kind of trying to compliment each other and keep their cards close to the vest at the same time. I also think it is one of the few times we get insight into Klimnik's actual plan, which I feel like the show is really bad at telling us, you know, like a lot of things. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Do you have a low point, Tyler? Also having a really hard time coming up with a low point for this episode. I liked it fairly well, which I guess is part of the problem. I don't know. Come back to me. I'll see if I've come up with something. Zach? I
2: think I might have to go with the moment in the episode where they're like, hey, which way is up? Like, I
0: kind of like that moment.
2: It's, it's not a bad moment. It's just weirdly placed. Like, why is this coming up now as opposed to, like, on the ship when you're getting ready to deploy so everybody's got the same frame of reference? It's a weird timing placement. I like the introduction of it because of the, like, you know, world building aspect it has to it. I'm going to go with Ringo being like, oh, so they have a girl like that on
0: this ship. Because it's really unclear which girl he's referring to <laughs> or what he means by that. The and reason- it's one of the first bits of Ringo's characterization. And I don't really feel like it characterizes him at all.
2: One of the reasons and other reasons why I like going forward, I thought he was still, I was talking to R- about, R- about Mariah, and I think he still is, is because he later says, oh, so she piloted the Morin.
0: It's like, what would he mean by that if it's talking about there- R- Mariah is, I guess, my
2: problem? I don't know, Maybe but he was to- talking about Raya there and it's the same, it's like the same kind of like, it's sneaky the same sort of shot and thing to it. And Naredo clearly didn't drive the Morin. Oh, well, he's definitely talking about Mariah the second time. There's but no question about that. Ag- I definitely agree with you. It is super unclear as to who he's
1: actually talking about. Did you come up with a low point, Tyler? I did, and then I forgot it. Uh, it sounds like me. Oh, it was Mariah uh, almost crushing Naredo in the cockpit. That just seems out of character for her to like be like, okay, get the hell out of here now. I agree with you, but it's very g We're all doing a hundred things at once, and you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That is, <laughs> it's very much in the spirit of the show, but also, come on, Raya. All right. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? It's definitely Belry this episode. He kicks ass and takes names. Um, and, yep. He and might be one of those legendary new types. He, he might be one of those legendary new types. He also comes up with like some decent strategies um, and also saves Clem and Mick.
2: Zach? I think I have to give it to Belry as well because he does kind of kick ass and take names in this episode.
0: Yeah, I hate to make it unanimous, but I guess I will. All right. Good job, Belry. Uh, this episode's running a little short. I think I think that mostly because of how long the last one ran. But so, do we want to add some mobile suits to our mobile suit list? Sure. First off, do we think the Alancado is its own mobile suit?
1: I. It's like, like a plat- assault platform thing. It's definitely separate from them. I, I say not enough to rank. Although I do like its design for a little. The the problem is it doesn't like have its own mobility or anything.
2: Like it feels even less of a of its own thing than like the frogs do so i would agree with that i don't think we rank it separately what about the assault pack
0: because i almost feel like the assault pack is its own mobile suit the way it moves differently
1: um i'm okay with that yeah all right the, the assault how are we labeling it is it going to
0: be- I say g self assault pack okay so i guess hmm what what is similar like the launcher strike is i guess what comes to mind first
2: although may do we did we put the meteors on here i don't think we did I don't think we did I did, think we might we have had not a, I think we had the same kind of conversation around the meteors.
0: I don't think it's as good as the strike launcher the launcher strike
2: I, right. really... I would agree with that. I like a lot of the aspects about the assault pack like what it does but it is no launcher strike. Probably better than the blast impulse though yes, very much so. Just because you don't like the blast impulse, I dislike the blast impulse, but I like the fact that like the assault pack feels much more like it's actually doing
1: something different
2: or like changing the role for it. The blast impulse has a lot of the it's got actually too quick.
1: I kind of like the blast impulse more, but mostly because I think the assault pack's like way too bulky. But if it's o- if it's only meant to operate in space, that kind of makes sense though. Similar
0: thing, though not quite the same. How do we think it compares to the duel with the
2: Assault Shroud?
1: The assault... The duel with the Assault Shroud... I think I prefer the duel with the Assault Shroud for the same reason. Um, it's, it's... Like, it seems more versatile and multi-purpose, and I like the silhouette a little bit better. Like, the Assault Pack silhouette is basically... It's a rectangle, so...
2: <laughs> it's more of an oval. I think I might like the G-Self with Assault Pack more than the uh, duel with the Assault Shroud.
0: I definitely like the Assault Pack better,
1: personally.
2: All right, how how does it compare to the RX 78 too? Classic, huh? This is
1: one. This one's kind of tough. I think less good. Well, I don't know. The red on the G self is pretty nice, though.
2: I think I gotta give it to the assault pack, partly because of like when the G self does detach from it to go do other things attached to it. It's still got the like the knee armor, like the leg armor, and I really like that effect on it.
1: I think I would have to give it to the RX-78, although we're weirdly closer for me than the duel was. I agree, it's
0: much closer, but I think I still give it to the assault pack. I think that's slightly better than a standard Gundam. I mean,
2: the standard Gundam. Yeah.
0: What about the Saharavi Gundam Shahrazad? It could combine with an Archangel to make a big gun.
2: <laughs> oh, right, that's that one. I was like, "The fuck is that?" I think I like it more than the Saharavi Shahrazad.
1: I think I like the Survey well, you know, I was about to say that. I'm like I, I like the color scheme on it. That's the one that's light like blue from uh Bill divers, right? Yeah. I, I like the color scheme on it a lot and I'm a I'm a sucker for the big blocky like gundams as opposed to the big blocky gundams with packs. Uh, but I think I would actually have to agree with Zach and give it to the assault tread.
0: Alright, another red Gundam with DACA. How do we think it compares to the heavy arms? <laughs> I don't like the heavy arms, so I think it that it's better than the heavy arms, but expect to be outvoted
2: here. <laughs> I love the heavy arms. I don't want to say I like the assault pack more than heavy arms. But? But I think I do.
1: It it was actually very close for me, but I think I actually am going to make it unanimous. I I think I also like the assault truck. It is
2: very close. I think we're really close to where it
0: goes. A blue assault Gundam, how do we think it compares to the Calamity? They're very Mm. similar, oddly. I think I like the Calamity more. That's mostly about the weight it's animated
2: with. Well, it's it's a little because the calamity is shown in atmosphere, whereas I don't think the assault pack goes in atmosphere.
0: I don't. I believe you are correct, having so seen the So you're whole obviously series.
2: not going to show any um any real weight oh, because it's always going to be weightless. I think based on design, I think I have to give it to the assault pack.
0: So Tyler, you're the tie breaking boat. I think um, I just called you a tie
1: breaking boat. Yep, you <laughs> did. Drive right through the uh, clouds of indecision. I actually like the assault pack more, although I've never been huge on the calamity. So.
0: How do we think it compares to the Buster Gundam, which is also sort of a long range thing, but a lot less armed. But I definitely like the Buster more. That's a, a lot of that is my personal
2: bias. But I think I prefer the Buster mostly because, like, it obviously has a little like it has less going on. But in a way that it make that means it kind of has more going on because of the way its guns can connect and all that. Whereas the Assault Pack is like, I have all of the guns, whereas the Buster is kind of like, I have a more interesting gun.
1: Yeah, well, um, for for me, this actually comes back to uh, the reason that I liked the duel with the assault trial better is like I just like the silhouette of a of a regular as mobile suit better than I like the assault pack. So I, I think I'm gonna have to give it to the Buster.
0: How do we think it compares to the Jim Sniper K9?
1: Ooh, ooh, interesting. I think I prefer the K9. I think I do, too. Tactical espionage action, I think, yeah, does it for me.
2: Tactical, like, real warfare aspect fighting and all the fun, snazzy things that they put on that thing, it's really cool. Whereas, again, the assault pack is just, I have all of the guns. It's not really interesting guns, it's just, I have all of them. <laughs> How do we think it compares to the GP raised 2
0: Ogres?
1: The second one? I believe so, yes. I, I think I also agree that it's the second one. Um,
0: I, I only barely
1: remember this so i think i have to give it to the assault i remember really liking it at the time but i also only barely remember it it's based on the gpo2 i know that i'm looking up a picture right now to refresh my memory this is the one that had scimitars instead of big mace right no i believe that's the other way around I, I think it's the
2: other way around i think it had the big mace from the uh the dark gundam the dark army
0: yeah because it's also bazooka i think they are both red
2: You know, because I'm having a really hard time conjuring this thing from the uh, depths of my mind, I think i got to give it to the Assault Pack.
0: Final question. Better or worse than the Gundam Love Phantom?
1: Oh, worse than the Gundam Love Phantom. I I love the Love Phantom. It's great. So the problem is I love it, but it's objectively a bat. Like, it's so clashing. Uh, Although it is just baby metal. Never mind. It's baby metal. I prefer the Love Phantom.
0: All right. The G-Self Assault Pack goes at number 42. Above the GP Rays two, and below the uh, Gundam Love Phantom. It turns out the the question was, "How do I destroy my enemies from range?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, that is way higher than I expected anything from this series to go on the list. I
0: think that's why it took so long to do. Is we kept putting it higher than things which I was not expecting. I kind of want to add either the Morin or the El Morin as well. I feel like Raya is going to have the Morin for a little bit, so maybe we do the El Morin. The Elmoren has a big cannon on it. We haven't really seen it use. It's also got a much better purple color scheme.
1: Um, It's also got the bug eyes. I honestly didn't know there was a difference.
0: Um, I think the place to start is with the other bug-like mobile suit we have, the Abrigabine. How do we think it compares to the Thai Champion's baseball mobile
1: suit? I think I like it better, mostly because it looks more like a mobile suit than a a weird bug board.
2: I think I would agree with Tyler on that. Like, I actually quite... Actually, I now that I say that, like... I like the Dunbine and the Billbine out of Aura Battler Dunbine. I'm not a huge fan of the rest.
0: How do we think it compares to the Wushia, which has cheerleaders?
1: Um, I, I think I it's think definitely it's better than the Wushia. I think it's worse than the Wushia as well. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting.
0: How do we think it compares to the Dom Trooper from Gundam Sea Destiny as the Dom Stand? I think it is worse, but.
1: I also think it's worse. If it has
2: those have such a small thing I can never remember them super well. But I don't have to make a choice. I although I guess I would make it unanimous anyway. I think the Dom Troopers are better. Better or worse than the Gaia Gundam? Oh, interesting. I would say worse. I like the, you know number one the color scheme on the Gaia Gundam is better. And I know it's how got you got a, feel
1: about transforming mobile suits. God.
2: <laughs> but it's it's also
1: got a much better just like general silhouette. I like the Gaia an irrational amount, so...
0: Same. So the El Morin goes at number 74, above the Abrigabine and below the Gaia Gundam.
1: That was easy. Yeah, I was to say, about half as good as the Assault Shroud, and I actually ca- or the Assault Pack, and I actually think I agree with that.
0: Do we want to do the Morin now, or do we want to save it for I'd like to see
1: Rariah doing some stuff in it to like see if that colors my opinion at all.
0: Okay. That will do it for this episode, then. Join us next week when we will be watching episode 16, 16 of Recongista and G. Belry's War. This thing from Belry's
1: Fierce's Charge.
0: Or Assault, or any of the other things Belry's done in episode titles thus far. I don't know, listen to it.